Podcast, everybody. My name is Kevin Vargo, host and founder, and today is episode number 99, and we have Molly Compton of Your Mom Records out of Chicago, Illinois. Absolutely fantastic episode conversation coming forward for you. Uh, really, really excited about this one. Got lots of uh, great uh, Chicago bands, people, music, uh, whatever you want to call them, aficionados that have been on the podcast here lately, Milwaukee as well. Um, lots of great things. So uh, really excited for this one. Today is Molly's birthday. Happy birthday, Molly. Uh, this is the first time I'm pretty damn sure that uh, the uh, subject of the podcast uh, is celebrating a birthday on the release of the podcast here. So that's awesome. Uh, Molly and I met, uh, what, last month sometime. Uh, virtually had a great conversation that you'll hear in just a moment. That song that you heard there, just a snippet of, that was Resonate by Cat in the Hurricane. The reason that I play that, and we'll play that whole song here uh, before heading into the conversation with Molly, is because Cat in the Hurricane is one of the bands that we'll be playing with Molly. Molly is not only uh, the uh, owner, the founder of uh, Your Mom Records, but also is a musician herself. And that is going to be at Molly Day, because uh, it is a birthday extravaganza, of course. That's on Saturday, February 4th at Downstairs Subterranean. But again, that is with, of course, Molly, uh, Cat and the Hurricane, as I just mentioned there, Gosh Diggity, and Cloud Houses. So make sure you check that out. But again, that's Saturday, February 4th at the Subterranean Downstairs. Um, I just got back from Chicago, had a great uh, experience at the, well, I guess I went to Milwaukee, but I was in Chicago as well, but uh, had a great experience at the uh, Scam Likely album release show along with Diet Light and Scarlet Demore. I know many of you listening in know all three of those bands, and this is the first time I am saying it publicly. I bought my flight last night, and I will be there on February 10th for the Anything is Everything album release show along with Nora Marks. Okay, cool, and totally cashed. That is one hell of a bill, and I cannot wait to be there. Um, so see you all here uh, shortly as well. Um, Mid-Park stuff, of course, got the uh, got this episode here that's 99, and then episode number 100 is right around the corner this coming uh, Monday. That is going to be with Wes Hoffman out of St. Louis. Uh, Wes is a really good guy. Uh, also runs uh, 314 Punk. It's a, it's a platform similar to uh, Mid-Park. Uh, specifically in the St. Louis area. So he does a lot of stuff there. And he was the winner of the John J. Vargo Award in 2022. Going to be a really great conversation with him as well. So make sure you check around or stick around for that one. Uh, like I said, that's coming on Monday. Uh, and then one less than a month now, uh, the Midpark collab album, first ever collaboration album with eight different bands from eight different cities across North America, releasing brand new unreleased uh, original tracks. Uh, really, really excited for that. That's going to be February 24th. But that's enough about me. Of course, you are here today for Molly. Uh, have heard nothing but good things about Molly before we met and, and have nothing but good things to say after as well. Uh, Molly wears lots of hats. And I think, you know, with that, uh, very similar to Vicky Holdup. You know, I had Vicky on here uh, recently as well. And in doing so, she has garnered the respect, the loyalty, the love from the people in the scene uh, just by being herself, working her ass off and uh, and staying true to what she believes. in. so I'm um, really excited for you guys to hear this one again. 
Uh, we're going to listen to uh, the whole song here of Resonate by Cat uh, and the Hurricane. And then uh, we're going to uh, head into the conversation with Molly Compton of Your Mom Records. And we will be back after to wrap up a few more things. But uh, before we get into that, of course, got to thank you for tuning in. Always, uh, this platform would be nothing without those of you that are listening, without the bands, musicians, the music itself. Uh, I am nothing without all of that. The Mid Park platform is nothing without all of that. So I thank all of you so much for tuning in. Again, let's go ahead and listen to this full song, Cat and the Hurricane, by, uh, Resonate by Cat and the Hurricane. Uh, and then we will listen to the full conversation with Molly Compton. Thank you as always. We'll see you after. <laughs>
here with a unique episode today. Very excited for this one. So I have Molly from Your Mom Records, uh, based out of Chicago, Illinois. Welcome in, Molly. What's up, Kevin? How's it going? What's up? It's good. It's a Monday, Monday before Christmas. Um, I just saw it looks like Chicago's about, and I think I am here in Ohio, is about to get lots of snow. Uh, right yeah, before. yeah. Apparently, we just have vortexes now. Apparently, that's just a thing. Just a thing. To deal with. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If there's a time to have a vortex, it is right before Christmas. Other than that, I I don't like the snow, but I'll definitely take it right before Christmas. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um. We were just talking off the recording. This is a very unique episode because, at least for a long, long, long time since I, you know, started even doing the music stuff with Mid Park, um, this is really the first episode that is not about specifically a band. You are a record label. Um, you were uh, one of the finalists for record label of the year when I reached out to bands specifically about that. Uh, I got a number of suggestions on what you were doing. Um, Very kind. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 you know, I'm just listening to the people and, you know, uh, and, and people had good things to say. So um, you should be proud of that. Absolutely. But um, man, I guess where we'll start, you know, how did this start? Why, why a record label? Why are you doing what you're doing? Oh man. Um, I think, well, so we're coming up on just about a year. Um, I think the 30th or the 31st is like, like our official, um, anniversary date of December. Um, but yeah, I think I, and so I've been thinking about this question in particular a lot. Like I just kind of like, why am I what what has happened to get me to here you know um yeah and I think more and more it's been about just like having a space to live how I imagine we could all kind of live um uh, which is like really honestly um and hopefully giving people space to explore themselves and and what they want to do um so yeah, I, I guess that's kind of it. I think everyone deserves a good mom. Um, I think mm-hmm. you'll be a good mom. Um, even you, Kevin, even you. Uh, <laughs> I, hey, I, can, I could be a great mom. You could be a great mom. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so find your mom at your mom records. Kind of, that's kind of been the, the elevator pitch. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So is that kind of the idea behind the name is like, you know, just a mom kind of caring for and... Yeah, yeah, just and just like... And obviously your mom is, you know, it's a fun thing to say and, and it's a yeah, it's, right. it's catchy, catchy little thing. I have, I have a really fun habit of just like beating jokes into the ground. Um, and that was one of them um, for sure. There you go. Um, and so now it's just kind of a, a, a living joke of itself, but also, you know, a, a sincere, like I, I do feel that way. Yeah. Um, like my best friend. So, yep. um, so I, I know the value of a, of a great mom. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I know it's, it's been fun to find like you, you like, especially with artists, like just how differently you can and sometimes have to like approach people's creativity, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and like trying to help them along with their goals while also like keeping it kind of realistic, right? Like here's like where, where we actually are in the world and in the music business. Right. Um, Cause I think, I think it's really easy to like people fall into these kind of um, 
like exploitative spots mm-hmm. because like they think there's no other way you yeah. know yep it's been interesting cool. yeah very interesting perspective um and yeah it's it's very cool to hear you say a lot of that because i experienced it you know a lot of it with mid park you know um and like you said just trying to stay realistic with things um you want to help people as much as you can you want to you want to let their let their goals and their their ideas flourish uh like right now something that i'm experiencing is um i'm trying to plan this this tour tour quote unquote you know with a number of different bands in a number of different midwest cities uh, in the spring and all the bands of course want to get a, a spot out of town and play a show out of town and like i keep telling them all like i absolutely want to do it if like i would i would do it i bend over backwards to make it happen but at the same time you got to understand i have like 1500 bands you know to possibly choose from and all this and it's just like the reality of the situation is not everybody's gonna be able to do that um so i i just that's kind of one thing you reminded me of and as well you said you know you the you know the value of a mom i can definitely relate um you know, yeah. you talk off sometimes the recording. Mom no. <laughs> sometimes mom says, no, you're not, you, we can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's hard. And I think that's been something that I've been having to learn how to do. Cause I'm already not very good at saying no. Yep. Um, like I'm really, I'm really good at filling my time and filling my, my plate of, you know, different projects and stuff like that, that I need to do. Um, and sometimes mom says no. <laughs> I've yeah. been learning, so. Yep. You have to. Yeah. I've, I've learned that as well. And I, uh, I moved in back in with my mom. I'm 30, moved back in with my mom, uh, last year. I, like I said, I lived in Chicago for a long time and then moved back home here after being away for almost seven years. So we fight, uh, you know, just like we should, but, um, yeah. man, we, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, as my dog's sneezing right in front of my face. Um, so what bands, what artists, what, um, you know, who are the the roster, I guess? Um, so right now, I'm mostly just kind of doing some one-off stuff um, that, you know, I'm just, I'm like, as I'm building, it's like, I, I'm not, no one's in like a contract with me. I don't own any rights to anything right now. You know, I don't know that I ever really want to pursue that. Yeah. Um, that's not something that I, that's not my MO. Um but I feel like the so so I've been just kind of doing whatever sticks and um I feel like the big ones um a day without love in Philly yep um, I've been working with him for about a year That's Brian yeah sweet Brian sweet Brian yeah I've I've been working with him for about a year he's done crazy stuff just on his own and so it's been it's been cool to try to help and like assist with all of that I mean he's played almost every state now which is really cool. Yeah, um, he was. He's on the podcast. I don't know if you saw. He was yeah, on this. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. Yep, and he, uh, his caffeine music video was one of the <laughs> finalists because yeah. that thing is hilarious. So funny. He's so funny. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. He's a funny dude, and he's he's really nice. Um, and and he is he's someone that can really like trust the process, um, and like like just like get back up again kind of thing mm-hmm. you know, he, he's he's unstoppable been through a lot yeah he's been through a lot but he's he's unstoppable um so yeah him him is he's been a real um kind of mainstay for me in this first little year yep um calico loco i took them out on tour in october it was super awesome their chicago band i was is calico loco just one person or a full band 
It's a full band. Okay. Um, the main, the person that I was working with a lot in booking the tour is Danny Robles. That's right. Um, they're awesome. I love them so much. Um, one of my best friends now. Um, very yep. best friends. Um, they're writ and they have amazing like jazz piano chops that I had no idea about until we were out on tour. It was super fun yeah. to to figure that out because they they have like a classical piano background. Um, nice. So it's just all in there it was really cool. Um, and then of course Pink Squeeze was my second release ever um, for with Midday Midnight. It was really cool to get to work with Anna and is a really talented artist and then and all oh, yeah. all are just cute as a button sweet sweet as hell so yeah, yeah it's been fun it's been really cool and and so many so many like people that I've met through this or or just have like reached out you know to try to help which has been really cool yeah so. awesome um were you at the show in October at uh the subterranean with damager totally cashed I don't think so. I think I was out on tour with Galga Loca. <laughs> uh, okay. I was going to say, because I was at that one. Um, yeah, otherwise I would have been there. <laughs> sweet. Um, yeah, I would love to see Galga Loca live. Everybody, you know, I, I know, I'm just talking, obviously, Midwest. Obviously, you know, a day without love. But it'll be a minute prior before I get out there. He's in Boston now, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, yep. I think he, I'm not sure if he's in Boston proper, but he's in, he's in Boston. Somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. out there with the arena. Sweet. Yeah. Um, uh, well, that's all very cool. Um, you yourself, you're in Chicago, um, born and raised or no? I'm actually from the St. Louis area, but I've been in Chicago for about, um, uh, almost five years. Okay. Um, which is nice. Cool. Yeah. What I the, moved up here in 2018. What took you there? My, I actually started as a, um, personal assistant for a punk rocker dude on the South side named Martin Atkins. Okay. Um, so he drummed with Public Image Limited, um, Killing Joke, Ministry. His supergroup is called Pig Face. Um, he's a Grammy from Nine Inch Nails from a track called Wish. Um, yeah, he's a he's a wild man. He's an incredible drummer. He's an author, speaker, um, label owner. He owns Invisible Records, and then he just started the um, Museum of Post Punk and Industrial Music. Uh, down on the south side <clears throat> and so that that was four years of my life just packed to the gills um with everything and anything uh to do with the music business because he's he's a major DIY or die kind of dude so yeah um so you got a little bit of this, of this in your background then um uh, before you got into this what did you go to school or like what or yeah, for music to, or yeah i went to millican university in decatur illinois okay. um, for commercial music okay. um so i did engineering and um like i have like a conservatory like music training i was a vocal emphasis um wow and then i i interned in nashville for a bit for vinyl mastering um, but ended up coming here after school. Yeah. You're much more qualified than I am. <laughs> no one's qualified for anything, Kevin. Yeah, so, no, I, I, I'm, I'm confident with, you know, what I've been doing, but in the sense of a, you know, a tangible background, you know, I really, I always tell everybody, you know, I was a sports guy. I was that guy for a long time. Um, I'm, you know, like I told you a little bit earlier, I'm 30 now for the first 18 years of my life, all sports, but music, I, I was like, 
you probably you probably experienced this in in you know high school and growing up. I was one of those jocks that kind of shouldn't have been a jock, if that makes sense. Um, like I was always friends with that group, but it, uh, yeah, um, it just kind of like it's it just the way I was raised and you know knew growing up. But you know, as I got older in my twenties and my dad passed, I started to really reflect on things. That's when I really started to move. To, you know, and I still like sports, but now I, you know, I just, I don't care as much. It's just more so for fun. Um, you know, music now is like that thing. And it's just, this is really the first, you know, major experience I've got with all this, but that's awesome. You got a lot of experience and I mean, you got, you got a, a heavy belt there with lots <laughs> of stuff on it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I, cause I mean, it's like when I think about it, like the, the, like the dude that taught me how to the dude that taught me how to cut lacquers incredible engineer really great dude I mean he didn't go to school for this right yeah. like you know he dropped out and went on tour right and I probably I probably might be better off if I had done that right like who knows <laughs> Shit, right but yeah no it's um yeah music has been something that's just kind of always been in my life like my my mom we grew up my mom would sing in the choir so we sang in the choir Yep. Uh, my sister, she went to school for vocal performance, so like an opera, mm-hmm. um, and has a master's in that. So my whole life has just been kind of like a long voice lesson, right? Yep. Like long, weird voice lesson. Um, and so, but like, I don't think that that's ever been what, like, I could never be happy just singing. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I could. I probably could. I don't know. I think, I think there's also a certain amount of like, I've convinced myself that I like being this busy or something um, because there's no other way to get through the capitalist hellscape that we live in (laughs) right now. Um, But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I like being busy. I like, I like having my hand in a bunch of different pies. Um, It's awesome. Uh, I usually do, but sometimes it gets a little overwhelming. I like, I'm, I'm very much, you know, uh, for those listening, just to give context, we're having this conversation right before Christmas, um, probably out, you know, sometime in January. But, you know, we were talking off the recording as well. And I'll tell it on the recording now. I can't wait to do just sit on my fat ass for about four days and be elbow bag, elbow deep in a bag of chips. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm feeling that. I, I just recently got my like first like nine to five pays me enough money to live kind of job. Yeah. And really looking forward to taking a sec i feel i'm feeling that i'm feeling yeah. that. <laughs> literally every day is like i have and i'm very very lucky and thankful that i do work from home like that's a huge thing to especially to be able to balance mid-park and everything oh, yeah. um, but i still gotta do work and like all every day i'm doing work during the day and then i do the mid-park stuff at night and i just i keep telling my mom like this is going to be solid 72 hours where nothing is going to be expected of me and i can't wait um, oh yeah yeah no <laughs> uh, yeah that's yeah awesome. <laughs> totally. um Sometimes, so, like, especially when it's like, if I don't do it, it's not gonna get done. Like, <laughs> oh, I know. And 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 I and like I keep thinking about you know what like my stress level is gonna be like when I after Christmas when I come back to everything. Um, I'm trying not to think of because it's like I just need to enjoy it while I have it. But I just keep thinking about it afterwards. But either here nor there, this is not about me. This is about you. <laughs> um, so like let's talk about midday midday midnight for example with Pink Squeeze. Yeah. What was your entire responsibility for that? So did you, 
like did you have any part in the technical final cut of the song or was it all your your responsibility was kind of afterwards and yeah yeah I was I was mostly just doing like the physical of it um so I at that point I was sourcing out a um a cutting engineer in uh, a cutting engineer named Zach in Tucson um so he cut all of the lathe cuts and then I was mostly just kind of like project managing getting like okay here here are well and I was working with Anna right of just like I had this vision of like um whenever I'm doing these kinds of things I I like them to have something unique about them uh to each one um sure. so this one, uh we took the the line art that Anna did for the uh digital release and then we screen printed that over just like some kind of abstract sleeves, like in paintings that I did on the sleeves um, okay. with a friend. So it's more the conversation then is like, which one would you like? Not please buy my shit. Oh my God, please. Um, please buy my, my record. <laughs> yeah. We're like, which one do you like? Like, oh, I really like this one. I really like the swirls and this, you know, kind of thing. Um so yeah, so I was mostly doing like the physical stuff with that. Um, and then at that point, I, and honestly, I think this whole year I've pretty much handwritten all of the credits on every back. Um, I'm figuring out a better system because I just like, every time I try to screen print, no, 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 not every back. I screen printed one back, but I feel like every time I try to screen print the back, it just, the the letters are too small. I just need to do it myself. Like, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's been it's been really cool. That was a really cool project in particular because I really I really love Anna's art and Anna yeah. was just into screen printing too. So we were kind of showing each other how we're doing it in our in our little apartments. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, that, nice. was, that was that one. Um, the very first one that I ever did was with um, a artist who's now in New York and one that's in Portland now, or yeah, Portland. Um, Opposite sides of the world, or the, not, the, not the world, yeah, <laughs> uh, the country. <laughs> my little world right now. Our, yeah, our world, I guess. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, no, so Leche Mallow in New York and um, Jerry, Jeremy Ferreira in Portland on American Standard Time Records. Um, and that one, we did all different collages, and I printed out a couple of different pictures of each of them. And so they all have a, diff- a little bit different of a, of a feel. Um, which was really cool. And then let's see, uh, Brian's here. I have one right here. Um, show friends. It's all about, you know, yep. it doesn't really matter what's up in, in the business side of things. It's, it's about making friends. Yeah. Um, and so this is a ripped up copy, an old one. I promise it's out of date. I was reusing this. This is recycling. Um, a copy of um, everything you know about about the music business by Donald Passman. Um, and then like some stamps. I like the stamps thing. It's really cool. But yeah. So, you know, I, I like to <clears throat> like take the digital art that they're already putting up on DSPs um, if they have it and then kind of make a cool handmade version of it um, that kind of ties it back. So it's so like they have the recognition, you have the recognition there of like the original art, but it's just a little bit different. And we get to be, we get to have them be all a little bit unique. And then of course, like numbered and stamped on the back, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Um, but yeah, 
if they I, I'm excited I feel like I feel like more and more people are coming to me and they don't already have art um, and so I'm excited to kind of I, I wonder how that's going to inform like some people's art whenever they see what I do you know kind of thing very interesting. I can tell you've got a very deep thought process uh, just in the way you're, you're talking. And I mean that as a compliment. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anna is a great artist, by the way. Yes. I uh, I reached out to her. So I don't know if you saw yesterday, actually, I just posted for the first time. I am um, organizing a collaborative album with a bunch mm -hmm. of different artists. Um, but I reached out to her way too late and that was my own dumbass fault. I And I just like, I didn't even think about it, honestly. And I knew that she did the art for that. And I and like I just didn't even think about her again until you know it was too late, like I said. And but I I would have loved to have her do mine and maybe something else that you know Mid Park does later on because she's a great artist and um so no doubt about that. And and oh, you said yeah. a lot of things um that I don't know. Um, lathe cuts is that what did you say? What did you say? Yeah, so lathe cuts. What's that? Um, so lathe cuts are, they're kind of like records. So, so do you know how records are made? No, no, I'm an idiot. No, 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 no. This is such a niche thing that I have. <laughs> no, I asked, trust me, self-deprecation is part of my humor. It's okay. Yeah. I get it, but we gotta be nicer to ourselves. I get it. And believe me, I get it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I do not. I, no. I, 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 covering dumbass. <laughs> there you go uh no yeah but so so a regular record um i'm trying i'm trying to figure out how to say this quickly so a regular record um the process would be um there's a big machine called a lathe um and on that lathe you can put what's called a lacquer which is a very thin piece of aluminum that's basically covered in like nail polish almost like it's it's called lacquer i don't exactly know what the material itself is that that this thin sheet of metal and the sheet of metal is like am i gonna get anything out of looking at this while you're telling me you might you might i, I can show okay. you um and for the for the people that, that are listening um i know you can't see i'm i just brought out a record to, to kind of study while she's talking here so yeah so 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 the lacquer itself is much it's it's about 15 inches so it's bigger than um like that one that you have in your hand right now right because that one's mm -hmm. pressed so, so the lacquer you cut into it with, it's usually a diamond or a sapphire or ruby or something like that, a fine gem on the lathe. And then that is put into an electro, like like a like a nickel bath basically, that's a, that's electro plated onto it. And you peel that off and that's basically a stamper. Basically, there are a bunch of things in between there, but that's basically how it is. And then that stamper gets pressed into the plastic that's heated up. I just went to a pressing plant the first time in November I'd never seen it. Um, so in that in that record, in the inside, in the like near the the label, you should be able to see like the signature of the cutting engineer. I was literally just going to say for the yeah. first fucking time in my life, wow. as I'm staring at this. Isn't that cool? I, yeah, I got a whole bunch of records. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm typically a CD guy. I got 150 CDs over here. Um, I get but I got about 30 or 40 records. And literally, as you're saying this, Molly, I'm, I'm looking yeah. at it right now on the light. Engineer's signature. And um, so there's like a, there's, there's like, yep, there's like three initials right here. And then on the other side over here, there's like a number, a long number dash B scribbles, scribbled into it. 
Yeah. So that's so is that the B side, right? Gotta be. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then so, this one says A. Oh my yeah. gosh. Isn't that crazy? That's records. <laughs> so I get you learn some every day. So that's the usual process, but with lathe cuts, um, and and you, we press on. You tell me that's on. You tell me that's on every record. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the stamper. Wow. Because it was cut into the lacquer itself. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So so for lathe cuts, so we use vinyl because vinyl inherently has the lowest amount of noise, quote unquote, like to because like all all things are vibrating, blah blah, blah right? Mm-hmm. Um, so lathe cuts are usually made with like a polycarbonate, like almost like a plexiglass, and they're cut with um, a fine gen uh, stylus as well on a lathe. Um, but they're cut one at a time, and they have, excuse me, like much more inherent noise. So they're so like they sound kind of vintage, which for me I feel like sometimes serves the song. Like I yeah. feel like sometimes it's like oh that's kind of fun like. You, yeah, I feel like sometimes you put a, a filter over your whole mix so it sounds that way anyway, right? Um, sure. So if someone d- has done that, then I'll be like, maybe take that off for the lathe cut master. Um, but yeah, I know. So that's that's what those are. Um, so they're all cut individually one at a time. Um, wow. Yeah. That is very interesting. The cut, And I, you know, I... I I'm not a musician by any means. I have three guitars back behind me. I haven't learned how to play a damn one yet. However, love music. Feel like I know what it's very much supposed to sound like. Been listening for years on end. Yeah. So I consider myself an above, you know, uh, average music fan. And I had no idea about what you just said. So I can only imagine, you know, those. It's a dying fields. Well, it's a dying <laughs> Literally, yeah. I mean, it, is, it is being like re-injected. I feel, I feel like there are more and more younger people that are learning how to do this which i think is really cool yeah um, for if so like let's say so if you ever see like direct to discs okay like that kind of thing um or like a live session on vinyl unless it i mean i mean i'm sure they they press like things that are live that weren't done directly to disc but like a true direct to disc is it's being played live in the room it's being mixed live and it's being cut to that big lacquer live as well um so like any silence that you hear any noise that you hear any inflection or like you know the click of a glass like you know anything that was just what was in the room which i think for me like that's like the purest form of vinyl right like i feel well, as you say that's as raw as it gets yeah like that's as raw as it gets right and and i i i think that's what drew me to vinyl originally which i think it's it's just literally just a moment yeah uh, which is really cool but yeah no that's very very cool um Another another little buzzword that you said that I had no idea. Uh, DSPs. What's, oh what, yeah. What's that? Digital streaming platforms. You do. Oh, know. okay. I say yeah, okay. I do know what that is. That's yeah. uh just a uh, just a what do you call it a a abbreviation. Uh, not an abbreviation, but yeah. Um, uh, acronym. Yes. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Got yeah. it. Okay. Um. Very cool. So that's I'm 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 learning a lot because like I said I I am uh, I organizing. That. Yeah, As no, I'm. As you want. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I have, well, I have lots. Uh, well, uh, I do want to make sure that we hit on though. Um, before we got on the recording, you mentioned a little bit of. Um, so, do you have a solo project or something going on? Yeah, it's just it's just under Molly Compton. Um, you can find me on all of your DSPs as we've learned. There you go. 
Um, now I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. I'm gonna say that every time now. Yeah, yeah, you'll 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 uh, you'll sound like a real industry shill, Kevin. There we go. <laughs> finally, <laughs> you're getting this is you getting all your all your uh, your credentials right now. Hey. Like, uh, um, no, is but, that uh at Molster Mash? Yeah, yeah, that's um I'm not sure if that'll find you me on on uh like streaming platforms, but yeah, that's my that's my solo my solo project, um Molly Compton. Um I put an album in 2021 um called Please Don't Show My Mom This uh because I curse in one of the songs and my mom's a good Catholic woman and she doesn't deserve this, but we we gotta we gotta put out our art however it comes out sometimes um, yeah we're we're working on it um but yeah no so that that was fun but I'm getting back in the studio in January gonna have a couple of new things coming out next year so excited about that sweet uh, yeah. I just I just followed you back and that's not because I'm a dick I just like I I don't <laughs> notice honestly sometimes like when no, people yeah. are, it's hard to keep track of um yeah <laughs> but that's very cool yeah, awesome. Yeah. So you're playing music, you're 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 releasing music, you're helping music, you're doing everything. Um, what are your, you know, biggest goals? I guess um, I know that's a very broad question, and you can answer it however you want. Uh, but yeah, I guess you know what. Like goals if, in terms of like the next year. Yeah, I guess if you could wake, you know, if you could wake up tomorrow and you know have the the dream life that Molly Compton has always wanted mm. and look back on what you did, what would that look back on be? You know, what does that entail? Ooh, okay. This is hard because I feel like I'm, I, I feel like more and more I'm just like, You're on a timer. Here we go. Oh my God. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no, it is a hard question. It's, uh, really, it, it's very hard. Yeah, I'd, I'd really like to... I'd really like to have my own little lathe so I could do it myself. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be really cool. I'd really love to have. I have no idea. Is that something that I is expensive? It, I would assume it is a bit expensive. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you're, if you're talking like a lathe to like cut lacquers, those can, I mean, I can't even imagine what those cost. Cause are I we mean, talking, lot... are we talking couple grand Tens of thousands. Tens of. Okay. So that's like, that's like you're starting a business. Yeah. Right. Like that would be (laughs) right. Um, So it'd be cool to get to that point. Um, I would really love to have a space in some sort of capacity um, to like host DIY bands um, on tour. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, I, I have a pretty good set of, I, I have been hosting, um, probably against my better judgment, um, uh, in my backyard. Um, I make really good friends with my neighbors. Um, so everyone is pretty chill about it. Um, including the ones that have to move their cars to use the parking pad. Um, is this in Chicago? Yeah. yeah in in the city? Village, in Ukrainian village. Yeah. Holy shit. You're hosting people like you're hosting shows there uh yeah everyone's <laughs> um, well the, yeah. house, the, the cops got more things to do than come bother that oh certainly yeah no no i think the last time they did come they were like i don't get it, it sounds good and i was like okay you're still not invited yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool right. uh, you know uh yeah so i mean i mean i'd love to get to a point where i'm 
able to do that more consistently and with like less worry about you know all of those yep. those things um, yeah. yeah and I'd really love to keep doing this with artists just ho hopefully helping them uh, rather than hindering them um, I think it's it's really important yeah artists well I mean I think you are already well on your way um, you know especially mentioning the last thing that you just said and helping artists and hoping that you're helping them, uh, hoping that you're helping them. That's a mouthful. Um, uh, I mean, again, when I, and this was the last second award that I added for the the mid park year end awards was a label. I was like, why didn't I do that earlier? I don't know. Um, but I put out, you know, both, both you and, and take a hike. Um, oh, yeah. it was really it. like, yeah, it was, I mean, but both of you, I, and, there was at least probably four or five messages a piece from from bands in that area that were recommending you that you know had great things to say um so you know i know i personally know very much how hard it is to keep consistency and like you know know you know that get through the shitty days um next year yeah um <laughs> So I guess I say that it's telling you, you know, just from the outside looking in, you should be very happy, um, very proud of what you've got going on. And and uh, I think the sky is the limit for it. If you, I mean, I, I appreciate that, Kevin. It's been, it's been great to get to talk to you finally. And, you know, let me know when you're in Chicago. Oh, yeah. I, I hope to be at the very latest um, so that the Mid Park tour I'm talking about, I should hopefully be in Chicago uh, the very last it's like March 31st and then April oh, 1st, 2nd, um, April 2nd at book club. We'll see that hint, hint. Um, uh, but yeah, that will be sweet. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll meet in person. I got lots of people to meet. Um, and you are definitely one of them and, um, anything else at all that we have not. And I think another thing we should, uh, make sure I hit on is any shout outs. I know, you know, obviously you've mentioned bands, uh, you know, your, your mom, um, your literal mom not your mom records but yeah, your actual mom um yeah no she she has a built-in shout out so shout out to my dad he, he's he's like where's your dad records and i was like it's, it's yes that's fair and like i don't know yeah, like, yeah no dad division some somewhere down the line <laughs> gotta, give, gotta give dad some love too anybody else or anything else at all that you want to mention uh no i think i think we're good i Sweet. i love chicago i love the scene um, it's killer it is um I'm, I'm biased you know like i said i live there i know a lot of people from there but when i was at that show in october and obviously i know the scene outside of that as well and i just every all the bands and um just from what i can see you know looking at the photos that vicky takes and the it's i mean it's in a really good spot so you i mean yeah yeah, no. Um, yeah, I think I think Chicago in particular teaches me all the time. Art is for everyone. Yep. So. That's awesome. Well, that is Molly Compton of the fantastic record label, Your Mom Records. Um, got the solo project as well. Check her out. Uh, what is that? Malster Mash? Malster Mash. There you go. Uh, all of that will be linked up in the podcast description as well. Um, before, like I said, we're having this, you know, before the holidays here. So happy holidays going to be coming up. Um, yeah, by the time. We, yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Molly, it was great to finally get to talk to you and, uh, we will, uh, we'll talk soon.
And that is that, my friends. Another fantastic episode down with an outstanding Chicagoan. Uh, that is no exception to pretty much everybody I've come across from that scene. And, and Molly is right there with him. Uh, absolutely. Just really a genuine conversation, obviously a genuine person and um, wish her nothing but the best. And uh, of course, she's got a birthday today, big celebration on the 4th. So uh, wishing her nothing but the best and, and uh, thanking her for her time as well. Um, you know, that goes right along the, the, the lines of this platform would be nothing without the listeners, without the music. Uh, the podcast would be nothing without the bands wanting to come on here, give me their time um, and, and be a part of this. I just I'm so thankful and humble for it. And, and um, yeah, that was, uh, again, another great conversation there with Molly. So support any way that you are able uh, follow all, all, everything in the podcast description there, Instagram, Spotify, all that good stuff. Uh, and that is that. And then, of course, around the corner this coming Monday, we've got Wes Hoffman, episode number 100. Please do tune in for that. Going to make sure I, I notate the uh, the 100 episode, do something special. I don't know. It's a nice little uh, anniversary, I guess. Not an anniversary, but you know what we're getting at, celebration. Speaking of anniversaries and celebrations and birthdays, again, obviously, said it a few times. Today is Molly's birthday. Also on January 26, 2021, Molly released uh, Please Don't Show My Mom This full album. Uh, that was on Spotify. So that's two years ago already today. Uh, but we are going to listen to, of course, the title track off of that. Please don't show my mom this on the way out. Wanted to save it for the very end here. Uh, so again, this is Molly Compton. Please don't show my mom this. My name is Kevin Vargo, host and founder of the Mid Park Music Podcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. We will see you next time. Sorry that I fucked your boyfriend I honestly thought he was mine Don't give me all that self-righteous bullshit We all do